28th September 1996. <laughs> we go Finally back to doing a North game. Finally doing a North good game. And uh, look, what a celebration. On Sunday, North Melbourne are playing Sydney at Marvel Stadium. And if you're in the area, get to it. North Melbourne are doing a fantastic event uh, to yep. celebrate this fantastic game of footy. Uh, North Melbourne Football Club's third AFL Premiership was on this day. And the coach of the Kangaroos joins us. And that's Dennis Pagan. G'day, Dennis. Hey Jack, how you going, all right? Yeah, great, mate. How are you going? And um, are you looking forward to Sunday? Yeah, look, it's, I think it's good to be able to see all the boys and uh, um, see how they're all travelling and hope they're going well. Uh, Dennis, this was here and, uh, yeah, a North fan. That was a, a huge, huge day for me. And uh, we look back to the scores and see at quarter time of that game that Sydney were well up. But I remember that, and I remember not being in any sort of panic. Uh, I thought we were still well and truly in there, and, and I, I didn't worry one little bit. Were you the same? It certainly wasn't, especially when uh, Paul Kelly ran out of the centre with that ball just after quarter time, and he did a bodgy kick and <laughs> missed Tony Lockett, hit him on the chest. All of a sudden, they're 28 points up. We would have been in more trouble than the early settlers. And, uh, <laughs> uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't to be. Um, and Glenn Prebon came on and kicked three goals. Yep. Um, and the pretty good nature. We were in front by a couple of points at half time, was. Yeah, I remember. And look, my favourite part of the game's more at the end of the game. And I've always wanted to ask you or someone this question. Uh, Ian Fairley, with his last kick, he played centre half back all day and his last kick he, he runs down there and, and kicks a goal I've always wanted to know if that was coach driven or player driven or on field driven or just sneaking down there well, our, our instruction to our players we all had an opponent um, didn't matter um, where you were playing everyone was attacker everyone was a defender and you just had to uh, beat your opponent and you know we didn't want any loose blokes or blokes hanging off or getting back to support we really wanted to make it a contest and we thought <coughs> If we get 12 blokes who beat their opponents, we'll win the game. And uh, um, his opponent, I uh, can't think of his own left footer. He was Ma- um, His brother. Yeah. Mooney. Brother, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, took, uh, Mooney went down and uh, Ian followed him. And he was lucky enough to keep that last goal. And that was sort of something that's really stuck in my memory as well because it was a, a fitting into a, a very uh, um, a very good career for Ian Fairley at the Kangaroos. Yeah, I, was, I, will, I would say that you probably didn't have sort of a favourite as such, they all would have been, but uh, the backman would have been sort of, uh, yeah, probably your uh, most admired, just the way they went about things, Mick Martins and Ian Fairleys and those types. Well, look, you know, I still think of uh, um, the way that uh, Glenn Archer threw himself in front of Tony Lockett, yep. Daddy Laidley, yep. the same sorts of things. You, you think, how courageous were they? And Mick, the, the game we played, I know Locker kicked half a dozen goals, um, but Mick did some very good things. Um, yeah, and I think there weren't too many players, you know, uh, in our team that day who didn't make a contribution. And Anthony Stevens, as always, he was uh, in, an, in and under and a couple of goals there. They were important at that time. Yeah, he certainly was. You know, when he formed a, a good on-ball brigade, I think Anthony Rock really played well also. And even Wayne Swassie, even though he's playing half-back flank, the number of times he ran through the midfield um, really gave us a lift. You certainly did. Uh, so you win the game by 43 points. Um, but going into the game, Dennis, uh, I remember 
Um, Sydney had touched you up um, earlier in the season. Uh, were you uh, were you thinking that that Sydney team could come out and beat you this day? Was there nerves about you know that sort of match up again? Look, the best side doesn't win the grand final. The best side on the day does. Yeah. We were the best side, but I know uh, Sydney gave us a, a real good touch-up by, must have been some 60 points, yeah. halfway through the year. So, yeah, we were always concerned, and obviously a very good team, Sydney, and uh, um, just on the day, we were much far superior, and things went our way. Yeah. Did you, was there anything in that game that you brought up into the grand final, or was it just two completely... Uh, different circumstances and uh, and a different game. It was a long, long, long while ago. I, yeah. To be quite frank, I can't remember. Twenty six years ago, <laughs> yes. um, yeah, um, probably probably would have said something about it. But uh, you know, I, I couldn't. Uh, I, I don't remember whether we made an issue of it or not. But Dennis, just picking up on something you uh, theoretical here, something you said earlier, like man for man, beat your opponent, sort of thing. So you weren't an advocate back then of playing zone defence, uh, flooding back in numbers and all that sort of stuff. Did If that's the case, did you ever play tag? Did you ever have a tagger? Oh, yeah, we had taggers all right. Yeah. Um, Anthony Stevens, Adam Simpson were doing a lot of that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, look, <laughs> you had an opponent and we made sure that our players saw it through to the finish. We didn't want luck coming into the game and, you know, we didn't want to play a brand of football where it was keeping off or denying the opposition. Um, we wanted to get it in the forward line as quick as we can and if, they, if the opposition scored 15 goals, we wanted to be in a position to score 17 or 18 goals and that's, that was our approach. And the uh, the lead up to that sort of grand final, obviously it had been a while, not not too long in these sort of modern terms, but it had been a while since we'd won a, a flag. What sort of pressure did you feel and, and, and how was it internally? <laughs> I can remember uh, um, Ron Casey coming into, me, into my office and he said, uh, um, how's the travelling coach? I said, oh, yeah, not bad, Ron. And, he, and I said, oh, geez, we've got to, we've got to get, get into a grand final. And he said, look, you just keep doing what you're doing. Um, sooner or later, uh, uh, Dame Fortune will attend you and it'll be our, our turn. And it took a lot of pressure off me. And, you know, Ron was such a a great leader at uh, the Kangaroos in the 90s. Just made my job, you know, uh, feel so much uh, easier without feeling any uh, pressure to win a uh, grand final because, you know, in the, in 93 and 94, um, 90, 93 went out straight sets virtually. In 94 was that uh, Geelong game and, mm-hmm. you know, we were probably uh, um, never going to beat Carlton in 95, but uh, 96 we finally got there and, we, we got the job done. And from that, I've just heard, I heard you the other day speak on, on media about North's current situation, obviously speaking from experience there, sort of saying everyone just settle down, leave the president alone. Yeah, I think that's I think they've got to do that. I think she's doing a pretty good job. A few people were uh, trying to um, slide into the position. Um, but I just reckon they've got to uh, take it easy, get behind the people who are there now. Let's get, let's get, a, let's get a coach, someone experienced, um, and let's take it from there. Uh, so we're talking to Dennis Pagan, a two-time premiership uh, coach for the Kangaroos and All-Australian coach in 1999 and the coach of North Melbourne's team of the century, mind you. Uh, Dennis, will you put your hat in the ring to coach the Kangaroos again? 
Are you a comedian, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I trained no sort. You might be a bit too brutal for them. Uh, they didn't like Dable Noble's uh, forthright attitude. You might, you might give them a bit too much, Dennis. Oh, well, who knows? If it's, if it's too hot in the kitchen, maybe you should get down to the outhouse. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, you, your message has got across. We had Cam Mooney on the other week, and he mentioned what you said to him after the 99 grand final. Uh, I think, uh, and, and he I actually think Cam Mooney was uh, romancing a bit there. I never said anything about his parents at all. I don't know. Next time oh. I see him, I'll tell him. No, no. He, pull his head in. He said, you, <laughs> he said you grabbed him on the arm and learned something, and uh, he said he, he went out and learned something from that. But anyway... How's the uh, racing going? And, and just on on the horse race, did you are you finding sort of the personalities and 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 of horse racing sort of similar to the football circles, or will there be a lot more sort of out there personalities in the racing industry? Yeah, I'll probably look. I just, I've only got my own horses. I've got eight horses. I just train my own. Um, when you say personalities, um, I don't know what you're talking about. Equine personalities, no, the human the, personality, the, the, the jockeys, look, the, people and the... Are ter- the people are terrific. My horses are good, but gee, it's a tough caper. Yeah, every time mm. you think you got one going well, pull up sore, and I just had a call. And my, my best horse, I had, he was really, really doing well. Um, he was a little bit flat this morning, and my vet rang up and said, "No, he's got a bacterial uh, infection, so you're going to have to pull up for uh, three or four days, and let's see how it goes. And hopefully, with treatment, he's, uh, he comes good pretty quickly. But it's a tough caper, mm. and." Uh, I suppose if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. But footy's tough, racing's tough. You know, when you when you're at that level, everyone's trying to beat everybody else. Well, I, I must say, Tiorik, I don't know much about the horse racing caper, but was beside me. He follows it fairly heavily. So, friends of mine in Wagga, I mentioned to you last time I was from Wagga, you probably forgot, but they got a horse that won the Darwin Cup in playoffs, and I thought that's a really good effort. Was was tells me, nah, it's nothing. <laughs> is that is, is that right or? I did catch that last bit. You dropped out. I know the horse playoffs. So it's a yeah. It won the uh, Darwin Cup and was told me that yeah. that's no big, no big deal. Well, probably I don't know about with you. You'd rank it as a uh, uh, one of the, the elite races in the Australian turf. Probably not more. Uh, <laughs> it's not a derby, mate. Some oil track, but uh, Plas won a few uh, yeah. races in Melbourne. He's a lovely uh, uh, Tavistock horse and. Um, I think Jonathan, Jonathan Mums at one stage was involved in the ownership of, and uh, um, he got up there and he's won that and a lot of people buy horses just to win races like that yeah. um, you know it's a, it's more of a social thing in Darwin I think people up there love the, uh, the racing but you know uh, I don't think it's a patch on Melbourne or Sydney in terms of uh, standards and that sort of stuff So what about the Birdsville <laughs> Cup then? Are you going to put one in that? <laughs> Look, I don't want to go any further than Mooney Valley or As tough as it is, Dennis, are you enjoying it? Is there the moments of enjoyment? Well, it sort of emerges with a bit of enjoyment and a bit of uh, endurement. So yeah. you're, uh, you roll with the punches and it's um, so hard to get a good horse and you really uh, um, keep your horses in in one piece. So just roll with a punch. A very expensive hobby, and it's a, yeah. uh, one of the silliest things I've done in my life. But, uh, <laughs> probably spoiled early, early in the piece by getting a good winner, and yes. thought it was always going to happen like this, but certainly uh, uh, few and far between. 
Yeah. 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 And, so, and on Sunday, uh, you're you're off to the game, and, and what are you looking forward to most about Sunday? Just to see the boys. Hope they're all doing well. Um, hope North put up a good performance, and yeah, we hope you've been an enjoyable day. Do you catch up with them much at all? I haven't got I haven't got time to catch up with myself, let alone catch up with anybody else. <laughs> Fair enough. When um, you when you speak into the dark, ask him what his school name was. So I heard they used to call you Egghead. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one thing. King to tennis. It was Egghead uh, before uh, he became the duck. Was he? Uh, yeah. Well, that's fair enough. It? <laughs> uh, so, yes, North Melbourne versus Sydney on Sunday, one ten at Marvel Stadium. Uh, Dennis, we need to get was involved somehow. He's, as I said to you off air, he's the world record I'll, holder I'll for most watched. I'll be happy watching. I'll just be happy game. watching. Uh, is there any way we can get was involved in the function? In the function? Yeah. Doing, doing what? I don't know. Get him doing something. Toss the coin. Do toss the, can you get him I'll to toss serve, the coin? I'll yes. be happy serving drinks. That'll do, mate. Yeah. Can we get him uh, to do that? You, you blokes got to lift your game a bit. You, you the two you want a brass off the air in a minute. Talking uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of dribble, please. Thank you, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Fantastic. Uh, you're great. Well, take as a no. Hey, mate, we'll leave it there, mate. But uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thanks, All, right, boys. All the best. Thanks, Dennis. You're a great guy. Cheers, mate. Dennis Pagan, the two-time North Melbourne Premiership coach. There you go. Talking a lot not, of dribble. He's not a man to. You know, he's not a man to. I know. To no, well, we need to get yes, you involved on Sunday. No. Hey, was he would be having as much fun out of that banter as we are. Oh, that's just how he. just how he goes. I'll just be in the background serving him drinks. Yep. I mean, even that would be good. Imagine you rubbing shoulders with your, le- your legendary heroes oh, of North Melbourne. I'll send Josh in there, me, me young lad. He'll do a better job. <laughs>